and you're listening to episode 90 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hey there, and welcome to episode 90. I have a real, real treat for you today, a a true success story when it comes to Alexa. But before we get to that, I just want to remind you that, again, today's podcast is brought to you by Flash Briefing Formula. It is the complete course, everything that you need to learn how to launch your own Flash Briefing from idea generation to technical know-how to marketing, everything is there for you at flashbriefingformula.com. And the best part, it is entirely free. All right, let's get to today's podcast. And like I said, this is a real treat, a success story. Today, I am interviewing Sarah Andrew Wilson, who is the Chief Content Officer at Matchbox.io. They are a company that is producing some of the most engaging Alexa skills that are out there. And the concept is relatively simple. It's all based around trivia. But what's impressive is the way they have been able to execute this and come up with content day after day after day and engage so many users. In fact, you'll hear all about that in this podcast episode. So without any further ado, I want to introduce you to Sarah Andrew Wilson. Hey there, Sarah. It's a real pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me and the listeners. Thanks for having me on. This is great. Um, you guys are a success story when it comes to skills on the Amazon Alexa um, ecosystem, if you will. And so I want to get into all of that good stuff. But first, I think before we get there, I should get you to introduce yourself. So who are you and what's your story? Yeah, so I'm Sarah Andrew Wilson. I'm the chief content officer at Matchbox.io. Um, my whole background before I came to Matchbox two years ago um, was as a an educator and as a musician. So I spent 23 years in kind of the music education field, performing, teaching, conducting, being a tour manager, um, a little bit of everything. And then uh, two years ago, uh, I started working with Matchbox. And a year ago, in August 2018, I came on full-time at Matchbox to oversee all of the content for um, our voice apps. Very cool. I didn't, and I did not know that about you, uh, education and, and music in your background. That's very cool. Cause, um, that's, that's some of my background as well. Uh, I've started playing music when I was three years old and, uh, oh. and I've done, um, education degrees and stuff. So that's very cool. That's very neat oh, to hear that. What instrument? Uh, I started with violin and then, uh, oh. in, in high school, I kind of got sick of violin and also there wasn't a high school band. Oh, sorry. There wasn't a high school orchestra. There was only a band. So then I started playing drums and percussion. So ah, I love it. How about you? Yes, I've been on piano and then uh, switched to flute uh, a few years later. Oh wow! Okay, very yeah. cool. That's interesting. How many people that are? And there's a theme here. The more the more people I meet in in this space, it seems that there's a lot of musicians in the skill space. But anyway, that's a whole other topic for another day. So oh yeah, that would be a really interesting conversation right there. I wonder yeah. like if there's some kind of pattern there because it's all audio. I anyway. That's cool. We're getting off topic, but that would be a really cool conversation. Okay. Anyway, let's get back to Matchbox though. So, um, awesome. So tell me this story. Like how did Matchbox begin? What's the origin of this? Yeah. So we began in January, 2017. 
Um, our founder and CEO, Joel Wilson, started it um, just as kind of a side project. You know, he bought a Alexa device and uh, as kind of a curious type, as a curious developer, uh, was wondering what he could create for it. So um, he created a few different skills and one of them was question of the day. And as he tells the story, he um, figured, you know, one question a day, I could do that in terms of content. Not a, not a, you know, that's that's pretty easy to do. <laughs> right. Um, then, you know, six months later, um, it it really became a lot of work for question of the day, and there were a few other um, kind of um, experimental apps that he was working on at the, at the same time. So six months later, that's when I started working on it and helping with the content. Um, I was still, you know, I. I worked at a music school, and uh, but in nights and weekends, I would help with the content. And um, then over the, you know, between 2017 and 2018, things just really took off when we started expanding and we started um, just getting more and more users. And so that's when I came on full time in uh, August 2018 and just focusing on content because we really, um, really just... We think a, a, a lot of um, apps out there are wonderful, um, but that they need to really focus more on high quality content. Um, and so we try to balance that, the data analytics with the high quality content. Um, so that in, in the past year, um, we've brought on three more people to our team. So we're a team of five. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, independent contractors that we work with as well outside of that. So. We wow. just keep growing, and it's been a fun and fast ride so far. Wow, I can only imagine what it's like to produce to produce, um, you know, a question a day. I do, I do a daily flash briefing, and I know that's so much work. And then, uh, yeah. and, and, that, and this isn't just one skill we're talking about. You've got a, a catalog essentially of skills now. So, do you want to tell yeah. us a little bit about what the skills are and 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 what they do? Yeah. So um, we have a question of the day, of course. Um, which on the basic version is you get one question a day. And if you get that question correct, you get a bonus question. Hmm. Um, we also have a subscription series uh, as a way of monetizing question of the day, which we can talk about a little bit more, but that's, uh, sure. we call that our trivia club. Um, and then uh, we had early on, we had users say, you know, I love question of the day. I love getting my one question and maybe my bonus question, but I want even more. I love mm. trivia. I need more trivia. Huh. So we created three questions, um, <laughs> which is triple exactly, the work. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it's exactly what it sounds like. You get three questions a day. Um, it's actually just not three questions a day. You get three questions at a time. And if you want another three questions after you answer the first three, then you get an additional three. And if you want more after that, you get an additional three. Wow. Um, and then wow. users of those two skills were like, this is great. Do you have one for kids? And we said, not yet, but why don't we create one? Mm -hmm. So we created Kids Quiz that launched um, last October, mm -hmm. September, October, somewhere in there. And it is kid-friendly and kid, uh, like age-appropriate for mm -hmm. ages 5 to 12. And um, so kids get three questions a day. They get to choose their topic. Um and then we also have our question of the day flash briefing. I know you're big on flash briefing, so mm -hmm. I want to make sure you do that. Um, uh, cool. So question of the day flash briefing talks about the question of the day from the day before. So you can find out how everyone did on that question. Or if you missed the question of the day the day before, you get to hear what that question was and what the answer and the factoid and everything. 
And then we have a whole host of other, <laughs> other voice apps that, as I like to say, were experiments. That's where we learned um, and we made mistakes and we failed and failed often. And we don't really like to promote those. <laughs> but that's <laughs> right. where, you know, that's where we learned. Fantastic. And so, like I said, getting back here to the content, I mean, you are producing an incredible amount of content. And I can see why somebody like you, Chief Content Officer, is absolutely needed for your team. Um, oh, yeah. Can you talk about the process here? How do you stay on top of all this content? What do you do? Yeah. So we do, um, so I, I oversee most of the content, but we also have um, some folks that work with me. And we all have our own process. Um, what we aim for is just very high quality content. We try to make sure it's very interesting. We have three main goals for learners of all ages, for, so for adults and for kids. And those three main goals as we're creating content is number one, learn something new every day. Number two is enjoy high quality content. And number three is come back tomorrow for more fun. So everything we do um, just goes towards those three goals. Mm -hmm. So my process when I create content, um, one, one tool I use is Google Maps. And I literally look at the world and I zoom in on some aspect of the world. Uh, I literally just zoom in on a map. I'm like, I don't know anything about this particular country or this particular city. And I zoom in and then I just start Googling information about that part of the world. And that's when I come up with information about um, the history of that city or mm. the culture of that city or that country. Um, and you can get just a whole host of information um, just by focusing on one area. And then that, of course, leads to other areas and you know, if you're researching something about um, an author from, um, you know, somewhere in West Africa, that's going to lead you to other authors from West sure. Africa or where that author, you know, happened to travel throughout their life. Um, so, yeah. And then I know other people just will pick a topic. They might just pick, um, you know, arts and entertainment and they might just focus in on one um, genre or one uh decade or something and just focusing on that so wow. we just try everything interesting and we use our own kind of natural curiosity about the world to come up with come up with questions it sounds almost like a virtual uh version of having a map on the wall and throwing a dart at the map and then seeing where it yeah. lands and um and then just sort of focus focus in on that area and then come up with some content so that's cool yeah it keeps things fresh i suppose then because you, you can it's always new that's the point so. It's always new and it's always it's always new to me and I know for our team too it's like I'm just learning so much about the world by creating this content and if we get excited about something mm -hmm. guaranteed there's going to be a fan somewhere that's also going to get excited about that so we want we want people to find find everything interesting right and if we don't find something interesting um you know there's a lot of questions we could write like did such and such war start in 1750, 1751, 1752, or 1753? It's mm. like, well, that's not the interesting piece about that particular war. Uh, it's what's the interesting piece? Is it the specific date it started, or is it something else that we could write about? So right. we just always aim for the interesting part of it. Um, so with all this content, I'm wondering, how do you... Can you talk a little bit about the technology behind this? Are you pre-scheduling your content or is there somebody going in there and updating your skill every night? How does, how does that work? 
Yeah, so <laughs> that's a great question. So in the very beginning, it literally was 10 o'clock at night. Uh, we <laughs> we would go in and like, oh my gosh, we have to create a question for tomorrow. Oh my gosh, we got two hours to do this. Ah, oh, and boy. this quickly. Yeah. Um, but now we have so much content. We um, sometimes we just binge write content. So we'll spend a week, you know, 10 hours a day just like writing content. Um, and then we, we pre-schedule them. So right now we're, we're scheduled, um, maybe three or four months out. Um, and we adjust as we go along. If you realize, oh my gosh, we've scheduled in this particular week, a bunch of very easy questions. Why don't we mix that up a little bit more? And, um, but yeah, we're about three to four months out now and that feels, feels comfortable. So, um, it'd be great to be even to schedule them even more further out, but that's where we are now. I think that's critical. And just again, just coming, coming back to sort of my experience with the flash briefing, I think it is important to get on top of that. Otherwise it can be very stressful. I know trying to do it the night before that's, and when you've got this many, you know, really successful skills with so many users, uh, mm-hmm. I can imagine that would be a, a problem, <laughs> a problem for, for, uh, for what you guys are doing. Yeah. And it, you don't want to create more stress for yourself. I mean, you know, running a business is its own, has its own stress. Um, and you just, you want to feel comfortable with how things are going. Um, and also sometimes life happens, sometimes whatever, you know, the power goes out or, you know, something. So you don't, you want to make sure that you have that nice cushion. Um, having said all that, uh, I should point out that like three questions that with that skill, mm-hmm. uh, that's all done by ran- random, um, selection. So we're not scheduling those. It's really just question of the day that we're scheduling, um, on specific days. Oh, that's interesting. So you've got essentially a database then of questions that uh, the one for three questions is is pulling from. Yeah, exactly. Got exactly. it. Got it. And same thing with kids quiz, um, because with kids quiz, um, the user gets to select their uh, topic for the day. So we'll give them a, a choice of three different topics for that day. And then once they select their topic, they get three questions on that particular topic. And so that's pulling um, randomly from our, our vast pool of content. And it's also, for Kids Quiz, it's very age appropriate. So um, it's pulling from that particular age group, you know, questions just that would be good for that, that age. Great. Okay. Oh, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Now, you've had a lot of success. So tell us a little bit about the number of users that you have had, because this is mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. So um, just a week or two weeks ago, we hit 5 million users. 5, Five million. million from around the world. Um, we have we're currently in eight countries and three different languages around the world. And we we just we just earned our five millionths. And those are unique users. And those are um, from the time we started. Um, but we're really excited about that. I never thought in years that we would hit, you know, Five million users. That five million people would would try our apps um, and hopefully enjoy them. You know, yeah, that's pretty meaningful. I'm curious where that sits on sort of like the all time you know skill rank list of how many users. That's got to be up there. I wonder if they keep those stats anywhere. But that's that's absolutely impressive. Five million. Wow. Yeah, I've been following some of the other. Um, you know, social media accounts for uh, some of the other really popular apps. And I haven't seen anyone mention uh, that kind of number. It doesn't mean that they haven't reached it. Yeah. And the other thing that's really impressive uh, with Matchbox is you are a success story when it comes to one of the big 
enigmas here with with Alexa skills, and that is, of course, monetization. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, monetization. We feel like we have figured it out, um, at least with question of the day. And I'll um, just tell you a little bit how, you know, uh, what that's all about. So mm-hmm. question of the day, as I mentioned earlier, you get your, your one question. If you get that right, you get a bonus question. Um, and we still, you know, after we added the bonus question, uh, we still received a lot of feedback from users saying, you know, I just really like learning from this app. I really like trivia. I would love more questions. And we were thinking, oh, boy, if we give people even more questions, that's just that much more content. Right. Um, that's, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so we we created Trivia Club, and this is for people who just really want a lot of questions every day, and they want to dive in deeper to the overall learning experience. Um, so Trivia Club gives you the, the original question of the day that everyone gets. Then you get three challenge questions. Um, and so essentially you're getting four questions every single day. Mm-hmm. You also get access to leaderboards, uh, regional and national leaderboards. Hmm. And I learned since we've added that, that people who like leaderboards are really into leaderboards. It's a really <laughs> meaningful experience for a lot of people. And it's very motivating for a lot of people, you know, to move from number three in the you know state of Maryland to number two in the state of Maryland right. or from number 50 in the country to number 35. It's, um, it's really exciting for a lot of people. Um, You get the leaderboard and then you also get access to our game packs. And from the content side, this was a a huge project for us, but on the user side, I think people really like the idea that you can choose your topic in these game packs. We have 20 different game packs available. So just as an example, one is on dinosaurs, another is on British royalty, another Hmm. is on remembering the eighties. So if you really like dinosaurs, you can select dinosaurs and you get 40 questions about dinosaurs. Mm. Um, and they're just ranging from very easy to um, very, you know, quite challenging. And they're multiplayer game packs. So this is an opportunity for you to play with, um, you know, up to four different people. And each person will get different questions about, say, dinosaurs. Um, so we found that people find that also really meaningful and, and um, that they're willing to pay a little bit extra to get all of these benefits. So trivia club is available in the U S I think two ninety five a month mm-hmm. um, in the U S and then in the UK, it's a pound 95 mm-hmm. and we're hoping to expand trivia club to other areas as soon as um, Amazon opens up monetization opportunities in other countries. Right. We need it in Canada. Okay. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. We really want to expand there too. So, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so that's been a really neat um, kind of project for us. And we've seen that it's a more meaningful experience for a lot of our users. Mm -hmm. And we have found just that right combination of um, giving people an educational experience, giving them trivia every day and, um, you know, accessing those leaderboards and the game packs. And um, at just two ninety five a month, you know, it's a, it's a lot of content for such a short amount. Wow. That's incredible. Are, are, are you able to share any sort of numbers around that? Um, maybe not specific numbers, yeah. but we'll say um, it's a very healthy number. Okay. Yeah. It's, um, made it possible for us to, um, you know, have full-time and part-time staff. Wow. 
So that's that's something that you do not hear of every day, particularly with the Alexa um, ecosystem right now. So that that's really impressive. I mean, that shows you guys are doing something right, uh, for sure. Thank and, you. And I've also noticed that you have like thousands of reviews on your skills. Like yeah, thousands of great reviews. Do you have a sort of a secret or a strategy? How do you go about getting all those reviews? Because that obviously helps with yeah. the discovery of your skill as well. Yeah, those are all, I will say, bona fide reviews. We didn't ask anyone to write to write reviews. So we are just as um, surprised and pleased as anyone. Um, we're, I think we're going to hit like 10,000 reviews um, very soon in the next month or so. Um, so what we did early on and what we continue to do is with question of the day in particular is um, just every so often, every few days, ask people if they're enjoying it just to leave a five-star review in the in the Alexa skill store. And that will help keep the questions coming. And, you know, we don't bombard people with that, mm -hmm. but we just ask nicely. Mm -hmm. And we also do that in kids quiz, asking the parents to leave a five-star review. I think right. we do it with three questions as well. Um, not, yeah, it's been great getting, um, getting that kind of feedback. Wow. Fantastic. I should, I should also mention that as every developer knows, you know, getting the one star reviews is so painful. <laughs> uh, and especially when there's a misunderstanding about the app, or if we haven't explained how something works, um, it's, we, we find that as a missed opportunity, like, oh, we should have explained it a little differently. So we actually really value as painful as those one star reviews are, they're, um, they're very valuable to us. What we've also done is we've expanded kind of the overall learning experience to a, a Facebook group that has over 7,000 fans now. Wow. Um, we encourage people to get, give us feedback on the Facebook group, um, cause we'd much rather <laughs> receive, um, harsh feedback, you know, directly through a Facebook feed rather than uh, in a one-star review that everyone can see. Sure, sure. That makes sense. That's a, I think that's a really good idea too. Um, and I'm sure the, the community then appreciates if you're in there interacting and going back and forth, they feel like there's a real person behind the skill. Yeah, yeah. We have, we've noticed that and it's kind of taken on a life of its own where um, fans will interact with each other and we've seen people become friends and comment on each other's posts and that kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. Wow. Fantastic. Well, this is great. Thanks. Thanks so much. I think we're out of time here, but thank you so much for sharing some of uh, your experience with this. Like I said, you, you, this really is a success story and uh, it, it's, it's incredible what you've done. So I encourage all the listeners to try these. Of course, they're all in they're, All the skills are available in Canada. The, the premium content is not, but the, all the skills are available in Canada. So I'll make sure to put links uh, on the show notes page to all those, but where can people go to learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, so um, I encourage everyone to find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash askQOTD. So ask question of the day, askQOTD. We also have mm -hmm. a kids quiz um, Facebook page, and we're also on Twitter. Or you can just go to our website. It's matchbox.io. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Sarah. Like I said, I really appreciate you taking the time to to share your story. It's, it's incredible what you guys are doing. Congratulations. Um, thanks. And uh, I look forward to uh, continuing to see what you guys do next. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been great. 
Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. That was a lot of fun. And after the uh, podcast was finished recording, Sarah and I chatted a little bit more about the idea of, is there some type of relationship between musicians and interest in the voice for space? And I'm starting to think there might be. Anyway, a uh, big thank you to Sarah. Big congratulations to Matchbox. And as I mentioned, I'm going to have all the links to their skills and so on on the show notes page, which you can access at alexaincanada.ca slash 90. One more time, a quick reminder, I encourage you to go check out flashbriefingformula.com, the all-in-one place for a video course about how to launch your own flash briefing. Thanks again for tuning in. Check out the show notes again, A-L-E-X-A in Canada.ca slash 90. And I will talk to you again very soon. Take care. She's got, she's got skills. skills.